Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Put your flat bags on. Join me Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. If that doesn't get you jumping up and down in your seat, I don't know what will. What a great song. <laughs> Bo Matthews in here alongside me. I'm Mark Cox, and that is Carl Middleman. Hi there. Running the audio controls this morning. Producer Carl Middleman. Bo, how are you? I'm good, man. Do you know how many people that listen to the show do not have any clue of where that song came from or, or the impact it had on people? They probably don't. It's the first There's so many young song. people. Well, that's yeah. true. One of them. And, of course, it was in um, American Graffiti. And it was the first track on 41 classic tracks from American Graffiti. Okay. A, nice. A top-selling <laughs> album great. of 1973. <laughs> so it was oh, there's Carl. It was a hit in 1955, but also a hit again in 1973. There you go. That's awesome. It, it is. Well, it, it, we're going to talk a little bit more about American Graffiti because there's a car show by that name coming up. Right, Bo? Yeah, and and that's really uh, that, that's a nice little touch you did there, Carl. Uh, but the fifth annual American Graffiti Car Show comes up September 30th. It's a Saturday. And for those of you that have an old car or you love to go to car shows, we just want to give you all the information you need and uh, get you set up for a great weekend. So we got a, a little lead time for you. Uh, for that car show, and it's going to benefit our veterans. So, good stuff. It, it is good stuff. So, if you uh, uh, joined us last weekend, we spent a little bit of time talking about the outrageous effort by the New Mexico governor, uh, Grisham, to basically do an executive order to ban legal concealed carry holders from legally carrying and uh, there was immediate outrage across the country. Even her own fellow Democrats in the state, in many cases, including the attorney general down there, didn't support what she did. A number of groups, including uh, Gun Owners of America and others, went to court to sue her over it. And she couldn't even explain why she did it. She just did it because it made her feel good. And for no, some reason, no, 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 Mark, <laughs> no, it was a public health order. Don't you understand this? I'm sorry, Bo. I don't. And 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 for some reason, she seemed to just think she could get away with trampling on your Second Amendment rights. Now, after the outcry, uh, she backed off, and and she 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 claims she backed off and in, and still kept the ban enforced for city parks or something like that. But in effect, she backed off. And, and I'm sure the lawsuits will continue just to keep her from trying to do something stupid like that again in the future and maybe to prevent 
crazy governors in other Democrat-controlled states from doing the same thing. This governor has no idea who her constituents are. She probably never, uh, you know, reads her local news in uh, the Albuquerque area or New Mexico area. She wanted, I mean, she literally thought she could wake up on a, on a morning and go, you know what, I'm going to stop the carrying of open and those concealed firearms in public areas and on state property. Those are the dangerous things. Those are the public health, uh, 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 you know, danger. This is just, it's crazy because somebody that is in that position, Mark, who has, has risen to the uh, appointed spot of governor, you got to tell me that there's got to be some common sense here, and that person doesn't have any of it. And well, so it, it, it's kind of frightening, actually. I think you might give her a little too much credit. Um, <laughs> just because somebody's been elected does not mean they have any common sense, right? Uh, I, I, I think back to here in the city. Now, now the governor of New York had been in the state legislature, then ran for and served, I think, 10 or 11 years in Congress before she came back and ran for governor. So she'd been in public policy, public life a long time. She should have known better than to try something like this, but she did it anyway. I, I think back to Mayor Lida Cruson here in the city. Um, before she, Right before she became mayor, she proposed a piece of legislation that was effectively uh, a gun ban in the city of St. Louis. Now it right, didn't it right. didn't pass, but I had an opportunity to take it and read it, and it looked like like a a kindergartner's term paper, or or, or let me let me let me give her a little bit of credit, a middle schooler's term paper, <laughs> that somebody who wow. knew nothing about the subject had gone in and started uh, started writing down the names of guns, had no idea what they did, what caliber they were, how they functioned, or anything, and it just would have banned common firearms from being possessed in the city of st louis now didn't get anywhere but you would think somebody who had been in public life for that long would have known better and that's what i get back to with this governor there are people who dumb their way through life and she's clearly one of them who's managed to get elected to congress and the governorship and has absolutely no clue and no respect for your constitutional rights as long as her armed security is around her, she's fine and doesn't care about anybody else. Yeah. You know, the the crazy thing about this is people may be going, you know, I'm in St. Louis or I'm in the area and I'm listening to a show called Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Why are you talking about New Mexico? We're talking about New Mexico and what's going on there because as we've seen in our city of St. Louis, it could happen anywhere in this country. And also in this program, I had a chance to speak with uh, Russell Fincher, who's, you know, he's a school teacher, he's a minister, and he happened to have a side business of selling guns at gun stores. Uh, I'm sorry, gun shows. And he could sell them out of his home as an FFL dealer. And the ATF didn't like that at all. And the reason we're going to talk to him in Oklahoma is because, again, it could happen here. This is what is important. But on the New Mexico thing, I'll just share this. Uh, this is what I learned yesterday, Mark. Um, the temporary restraining order is going to remain in place until a hearing early next month. So this is still on the table. But a spokesman for the government, uh, the governor in New Mexico said she would fight to restore the provisions that were restricted by the judge. So she's still going to fight it. She's still waking up every day going, I think I can yeah, still get this yeah. done. And you can imagine uh, the mayor of St. Louis, Tashara Jones, uh, uh, giving her a fist pump when she announced this out of the belief that somehow it would remain <laughs> in effect. And, and obviously 
it, it didn't. Uh, but to, to your point on the ATF raids, and, and I'm sure you probably talked to him about this, the Biden administration has already announced, their ATF under his leadership has already announced, they're going to be targeting people who are smaller ATF dealers like like Mr. Fincher. Um, right. It, it's part of FFL a stated dealers. policy, FFL dealers, to crack down on, you know, legal, uh, once again, law-abiding Americans who they want to try to blame for the crime problem in this country. It's just, it's it's dishonest is what it is. And speaking well, of dishonest, Bo Matthews, yes. a week ago, I went out and, and emceed Freedom Fest for the St. Charles County GOP. Oh, wow. Um, it just so happens the a video taken at that event went viral. It had 15 million views. Did you know that? Well, well hold on. Are you in it? <laughs> depending in, in on some versions. Depending on which angle you look at, uh, I, I'm in it. You can't really identify me. It didn't matter. It was it was all fake news. So we're, we're at a fundraiser for the St. Charles County GOP. They are auctioning off two items. Well, actually ended up being yeah. three, but two big items. One is a, a gift card that you could take to a store to buy an AR-15 for a okay. set amount of money. And and the second was a flamethrower. Love it. And in order to tell people what the flamethrower was and to promote the raffle, they did a demonstration of said flamethrower. Yeah! And they, it was, it was a, you know, red-blooded American uh, demonstration of a flamethrower with a bunch of empty cardboard boxes stacked up and it just so happened that senator and gubernatorial candidate bill eigel and senator nick schroer both of st saint charles county were the ones handed the flamethrowers to fire up the boxes okay. and immediately once it got posted in twitterverse the crazy leftist progs out there started claiming they were burning books and it oh. caught it caught the lie caught fire and and idiots from overseas were commenting on twitter about nazism and all of these fascists in missouri were burning books and all of it was a lie it was a complete they were lie. just cardboard boxes they were just empty cardboard boxes we're, we're, oh, we we no. were at sugar creek winery out in defiance and and the they provided us the boxes they were empty wine boxes there were no Bud Light boxes burned. There were no. There was nothing there. But 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 this is what the left does. They they lie yeah. and then they lie again and they double down. And even today, there are people will who will look you in the eye and tell you there were books burned out there. And it's it's it's, it's awful. So I had uh, Bill, a, you know what I had Eigel on this just, week talking about it. That's just a lesson for everybody that you cannot believe what you're seeing on your phone <laughs> or on the television. It could be completely wrong like this now was the flamethrower cool oh it's very cool it was very cool i i I don't know feasibly what What i would would use use it for for? (laughs) i mean you could use it to start fires if you had a like a place to have bonfires or you were cutting a fire break to keep to protect your property or something like that i imagine it might come in handy i I have a lot of use for one but it's really cool to look at (laughs) and they're completely legal right they they bought one and then somebody donated it and they auctioned it off It, it was uh it was fantastic. And uh, even Elon Musk uh, created a flamethrower a few years back and sold out. And of course, they were a ridiculous price because Elon was connected to them, but they were cool. I, I, but here's my here's my problem. How come I have not been part of the virility of this video? 
That sounds weird. How, I, how come I, I haven't seen that video? I, well, go to my Facebook page. I, the Mark Cox Show on Facebook, I've got it posted up there. It's probably the third or fourth oh, story going. down. Because it was from earlier awesome. this week. I think I posted it on Monday of this past week. So you may have to go down a, a story or two in my Facebook feed. But the video is on there. and uh, Oh, I want to see it. It's great. It's great. We did a little <laughs> countdown and lit it up, baby. Uh, it was, That's it was awesome. A lot of fun. It's, it was Freedom Fest, right? There was no mention of a of books, although we talked about education and school boards and issues in America, and a few like uh, Nick and and Bill got up and spoke, and a few other uh, politicians got up and spoke. But it was just a good time. We had Grillmaster Tony, uh, one of my sponsors, was out there. He catered the whole event. It was just fantastic. That's GrillmasterTony.com if you uh, want to <laughs> order some food. So, oh, I, I found a reason to get a flamethrower. Yes. Okay. So What's my that? my brisket. dad. My dad loves raw meat. I mean, he loves, you know, barely warm, knock the horns off it kind of guy. And if I got him a flame, and I, it's hard to buy for my dad, flamethrower for Christmas, he could stand outside, put his piece of meat out on the grill, <laughs> hit it once, <laughs> hit it twice, he's ready to He'd eat. He'd be done. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. They're not all that expensive. You should look into that, Bo. Uh, you know what? <laughs> What do we know what we're going to see in the near future? We don't know if we need one or not. Well, you'll know after you look at that video on my Facebook page. Be sure and oh, check I'm that out. I'm scrolling right that, now. That's, I love that's it. fantastic stuff. Okay, okay. I found the video. It's nighttime. Perfect time to uh, light these boxes. I'm sorry, light these books up. No. <laughs> I didn't realize it was two. Two different uh, uh, flamethrowers at one time. Oh, that's so cool. All right, uh, coming up, we are going to talk about the American Graffiti Car Show uh, that is coming up next weekend. We'll give you all the details on that. And then you'll hear Bo's interview with the FFL license holder who got his home raided and his life turned upside down. He happens to live out in Oklahoma, but as Bo pointed out earlier, it could most certainly happen to any one of us. For sure. All right, we're going to get to, to a quick break here. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bill Matthews. That guy right there is Mark Cox and Carl Middleman, our executive producer, a part of this show every week. And we thank you very much for uh, listening. You know, there's a lot of reasons to get outside. The weather's a lot more milder. And, you know, you had the big uh, Forest Park balloon glow and race and all that stuff going on. Uh, actually went to a hangar party. Ever heard of that? Hangar party? I have not heard of a hangar party. What do you hang? Well. It's uh, it's it's aviation related, oh, but it's top secret, oh, so I can't oh. really tell you. <laughs> airplane, a, a airplane hangar. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, and it was a cool party. Anyway, we want you to get out before the snow flies. The fifth annual American Graffiti Car Show is going to benefit the Spinal Cord Ward Veterans Jefferson Barracks, uh, and it's going to be hosted by the Desoto VFW. So we bring in uh, the guy that's like the lead on this thing. Because if you have uh, more information you need, you call John Gales and. We, uh, we're going to get some of that information right now. John, welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, now, okay, before we even get into the details, what kind of classic car do you drive? Oh, me and myself, I have a Chevy Silverado. It's a 1992. <laughs> nice. It's, it's full custom. A classic. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely. It's more than 25 years old, though. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. My- yeah, you got them historic plates, I'm sure. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some of those, in fact. I've got an 89 uh, Corvette convertible, the C4 version, but I don't have I the historic it. plates. I, c- I could do that, I guess, couldn't I? Oh, yes. It makes life easier. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. i got and to by apply the way, for some of those. When I discovered Mark Cox had a little red Corvette, I couldn't get that song out of my head as I was following him out of the St. Louis Skeeton Trap Club. You you look good driving it, too. Yeah, you know, the difference, uh, John, be- between your, your vehicle and mine is be- mine needs some tender loving care it needs uh, some new carpeting and the, you know it probably needs some new leather on a cup on the on the seats and it's not show ready because that's what you're looking for at the american graffiti car show right yeah that's great we, we accept all cars trucks and motorcycles just bring them on it's for a good cause and uh we hope to get a good crowd yeah john tell us about the spinal cord ward uh for the veterans at jefferson barracks tell us about your connection with them well, my connection is with the, the VFW Hall, the 1831 Post in DeSoto, Missouri, and that's where the car show is going to be at. It's at 1651 Veterans Parkway in DeSoto, and uh, all the proceeds go to spinal cord injury surgery, and portion of it also goes to wheelchairs for veterans. Mm. 
Wow. So they um, called me about five years ago as I was promoting other car shows I do for some other organizations, and they asked me to come and start doing a regular car show for them every year. And so we've done it. This is our fifth year at that location. Well, it always uh, lands on what the weather's going to be like, but uh, we're, we're hoping and praying that it's going to be a good one Saturday, September 30th. Um, uh, so every year, the, the uh, American Graffiti Car Show benefits the same organization. Is that right? That's correct. Uh-huh. So That's so, great, man. So, John, uh, I'll, I'll ask. Obviously, you've got a, a 1992 model pickup truck. Bo, if you had classic. a classic car, I do. What, what would it be? No, I, I do. It's in my garage. Okay, what is it? How come I've never it's seen a, it? <laughs> because I don't drive it that much. Oh! And uh, it's a 1979 Pontiac Firebird. Oh, and the, the story the story is my mom was a huge Rockford Files fan, if uh, you're old enough to remember that show. She oh, loved sure. James Garter. And uh, so I'm 16 years old in my $200 piece of crap driving across my hometown of Rochester, Minnesota, and I see jim rockford's car sitting on a car lot and i went and i thought it was it i mean i i, I didn't wow. know so i go back to her and i said mom you're not gonna believe it we used to watch the show every week and i i told her about it i told her where it was two days later i'm working at the donut shop that she owned and i'm sitting there facing forward facing the road and i look over to my left and at the window my mom has got this grin on her face as she is driving this firebird <laughs> and and she passed in 86, and I've just kept it ever since. Wow. Is yeah. It, Rockford's car was brown, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. It was kind of a goldish yeah. brown. Yeah. Um, yeah. And about 10 years ago, I had it repainted at John's Auto Body in, uh, in Imperial, and he did a wonderful job on it. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just something I just don't drive. It's, it's like a huge paperweight, but I just can't let it go. <laughs> so People are connected to their cars. They, they are. Oh, sure. I'm sure you got some stories on that, John. Oh, yeah. I've had a few myself. Earlier this year, I was driving a 60 Studebaker wagon. So I go from one extreme <laughs> to the other. <laughs> wow. It, it can, and, you know, when I when I had a boat uh, for about seven or eight years, everybody told me it was a hole in the water that you pour money into. And yeah. <laughs> classic cars can be like that, too, can't they? They sure can. They can be a money pit. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a lot of cool classic cars in this area, and so this is open to anybody that wants to bring it out. Um, uh, tell us about some of the cool things you've seen, maybe last year even. Oh, we had the uh, the black 55 Chevy and the 32 Deuce Coupe, like you saw in the movie. Um, just those came down. We had a white 58 Impala with tuck and roll interior. Um, I mean, you name it, a lot of muscle cars, um, a lot of original cars from the 30s. Just a, a big variety. We had over 200 cars last year, so it was a good crowd. Wow, that's great. We, uh, yeah, Wes. We plenty of food Wes is too. A, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. A lot of food and drink. A lot of food and drink. And this year, I, I ordered a barbecue grill that we're going to raffle off, and it looks like a 350 Chevy engine. So you open the top <laughs> part of the motor to grill your food, and the smoke comes out the headers on each side. And that's coming oh, from wow. Las Vegas. I'm picking it up today. And we'll be wrapping awesome. that off. That, that yeah, Wes, cool. uh, Wes is a guy that I've known for years. He's the one that reached out to me about this particular car show on uh, September 30th. And uh, okay. he has a, uh, a Smoking the Bandit Trans Am. And that uh -huh. thing is really cool. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that's, great. That, that's we'll my We'll probably connection. have a, quite a few Firebirds and Trans Ams. I know the I-55 Firebird Club, they're coming down with their cars. And uh, there'll be a lot of those there. 
And uh, we have a club participation award for the largest cl- club that brings their cars also. Oh, yeah, uh, we have a total of 109 awards to hand out, so we have a lot to hand out. <laughs> yeah, what what I've always wanted and what I'll probably, I've, I've determined at this point now, never be able to afford is Don't a say that. 57 Chevy. My buddy had one when I was growing up. Now, it had a lot of Bondo in it. I know that for sure. But I do <laughs> remember specifically, we would take it to the drive-in and the trunk was so big. How big was it? That he and his girlfriend would be in the front seat, and we'd put four people in the trunk and sneak them into the drive-in. <laughs> yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was huge. I, I loved that car. I've always wanted one of those. I'm sure there'll be plenty awesome. of those down there, too. Right, John? Oh, yeah. Sure will. Uh-huh. Well, you know, American Graffiti touches my heart because, actually, it was that movie. And if you're if you're too young to understand that movie, American Graffiti... Uh, find it and watch it. Uh, you will love it. It was actually the the, the movie that uh, put me on the direction of radio because the Wolfman Jack scene. Yeah, he was playing the part well, of like oh, yeah. the hey, Wolfman. He, he was. He said he was just the, the 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 janitor or whatever, and the guy wanted to dedicate a song when he he could walk up to the radio station and dedicate it. You remember that before leaving uh-huh. town the next morning? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, man, Wolfman's on tape. He's right there. It's not me. <laughs> and then as the guy's leaving and uh, and and he sees Wolfman on the microphone doing, come on, lady. I was like, that's the job I want. Nobody will ever know who I am. And then Facebook <laughs> came along and ruined it. They ruined it it's by true. putting your face out there? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Just, seriously, I've seen this. Horrible. Anyway, okay, so the hard information is uh, you will have a rain date. I hope you don't need it. Uh, But Saturday, September 30th, starting at 8 o'clock in the morning, goes till 2.30. Like John said, are you going to have food trucks or barbecue or what? So we're going to have one food truck and then barbecue and hot dogs and brats and maybe funnel cakes, uh, just a big variety of food, and uh, some vendors down there uh, with their products and – just a little bit of everything. We're going to have a great DJ uh, as a friend of mine that used to do security at Riverport for many, many years in different other venues. And his name is uh, DJ Lugnuts. So he's our DJ. He's really great. And uh, he'll be there doing the music. Yep, that's good. Well, listen, uh, John, what's the best way at this point for people to reach out? Do you want to give them a phone number if they, if they want to, if they have any questions or need to get registered? Sure. So my phone number is 314 314- Six seven 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 zero zero, or I have a Facebook page called Car Show Sound Off. They can get a hold of me on that. Well, that's um, great. Man. Hope you get a great turnout for it. Should should be a, a fantastic uh, time and. I, I, I go to those things and and you know occasionally you'll walk around at one of the car shows and you'll see a for sale sign too, right? Sure. That's yeah. that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> You're going to sell I'm, yours I'm, there. I'm, uh, dude, I, I just know somebody else can appreciate it and, and, you know, put the big motor in it and all that stuff. And I've thought about it, and I, I may bring it down just for that. That's great. That'd be great, yeah. It's it's just hard to know what the value is on some of these things. Oh, uh, absolutely. But yeah, so, John, you may see me down there in my, my mom's uh, uh, Firebird, and I know people are like, it's your mom's. I'm like, I know, but it takes up so much space, and I never drive the thing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, John, John Gales, uh, best of luck, uh, my friend. The fifth annual American Graffiti Car Show, Saturday, September 30th, down at the DeSoto VFW. And we wish you the best. Thanks for giving us some time today. Yeah, I appreciate it, sir. Absolutely. Take, take care and uh, good luck with everything. You too. Thank you so That's much. That's awesome. All right. Uh, all right. Coming up, uh, re- remember the stories about the ATF raiding people's homes? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, uh, yeah. Bo had a chance to speak with somebody who suffered through one of those raids. It's it's incredible. We're going to get a chance to hear from him coming up. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This segment of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors is brought to you by Razorback Armory. They're in De Pair on Manchester Road. It's my go-to gun shop. And as I have talked to more and more people, it is their go-to gun shop. So I suggest you do that as well. It's really more than a gun shop. It's a gun concierge. Find them at RazorbackArmory.com. When you go in, tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory. Now, it's been a minute since I saw this article I want to share with you. Uh, the headline grabbed me, grabbed my heart and grabbed my soul. It was, uh, it was put out on uh, an article, uh, the website called The Gun Writer, on July 14th. And I saw it shortly after that and immediately started taking steps in talking to the person that is talked about in this story. The headline is, ATF SWAT team raids part-time gun dealers Oklahoma home. And I just stopped in my tracks because I've heard Donald Trump say, they're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I just want to understand this story, and I want to thank Russell Fincher uh, for being my guest on this conversation. We'll get him in here in just a second. But I want to let you know that Mr. Fincher is a high school history teacher. He's a Baptist pastor, and he's also a part-time gun dealer. He also coaches Little League in his hometown of Tuscahoma, Alabama, or uh, uh, Oklahoma, excuse me, uh, which has a population of about... If it's correct, 151 people. So it's a tiny town in America. Uh, Mr. Fincher, uh, welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Good to be with you. Uh, is this a really small town? Is 151 people. Is that correct? Uh, land-wise, it's a huge area. There's no stores in Tuscaloma. Oh, boy. All there is a couple churches. Okay, so how many cattle in that town? A little bit more than 151, right? <laughs> more than people. 
<laughs> okay. So, uh, Russell, I, uh, first of all, I'm, I was shocked at the headline, as I mentioned in the open of this segment, that the ATF SWAT team raided your home. And I want to get into the story, but I also want to let people know that uh, this uh, person I'm talking to, Russell Fincher, has some ties to the St. Louis area in Granite City. Tell me your, your quick story there. I was born in Granite City, February 18, 1971. My grandfather was a pastor in Collinsville. I think I was about six months old. My family moved here to Oklahoma. Uh, let, let's dig down on this story. Um, so you've had your federal firearms license for about three years, and it's not like you've got a gun shop. You actually, it's just kind of a, a, a side thing that you do to make some extra money, correct? My dad was a, he, he was a retired highway patrol. Oh, boy. But when he was a highway patrol, he opened a gun shop. And so all three of us boys would go up there we cleaned guns, and like I say, we grew up going to gun shows, right. you know, and uh, just enjoyed hunting, fishing, target practicing. So, um, and it kind of was kind of a natural progression. I've been a teacher. This is my tenth year to teach. Thank you for doing and that job. Of course, I appreciate it. So during the summers when we're not in school, I was like, it'd be cool to, you know, maybe do some gun shows. And and again, I I, I normally would go to gun shows just as a person and just decided, Hey, maybe this is something I could do. My, my kids enjoyed going and, and do as a family. It's a great service that you're offering to your community as well. But let's uh, talk about what exactly happened. Um, back in April, you got a phone call from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. And what did they want at that point? They just said that they wanted to do an inspection, which I thought was odd, but, you know, when you become an FFL, you basically, you know, if they want to come inspect, you have to let them in. Of course. And, you know, I was like, okay. You know, they finally showed up. A couple of things happened that were troubling to me. Like, they took pictures of every one of my 4473. Supposedly, it's not illegal. It's against their policy to take pictures of 4473. Well, yeah, this is all personal information of uh, personal uh, right. firearms owners. And I want people to listen very carefully. I want people to listen very carefully because this could happen to you. I just want people to understand what could possibly happen. They looked at all my paperwork. There were a couple things. My penmanship is not the best. Like, I'm a history teacher, so penmanship is not my forte. You're not a, you're not a doctor. You're not a doctor. You can't have that excuse. Right. <laughs> you know, they couldn't read this number or whatever. And I, I said, I understand. Well, it was my mistake. And I, I told them that. It was a paperwork uh, issue. Yeah, it was, it was an error. And I told them, well, they were mad because that gun had sold and they didn't know where that gun went to. Right. And I said, well, here's the paperwork. You could call this person, but she passed the background check. So does it matter? The first visit was not the raid. You, you, They just visited. They made an appointment to no. come by your place, right? And honestly, that's why the raid shocked me because I've never not let them in my house. So there I've was never, there was a raid, yes? Oh, yes. Set that scene uh, for me. On June 16th, me and my son, we were doing a gun show in Tulsa. Right. So I get a phone call. So I have a little ammo shop in Clayton. There was a need, and I opened it up. But anyway, I got a call, and they said, hey, when are you going to open your ammo shop? And I said, well, I won't be there today. And he goes, okay, bye. And he hangs up. Well, about five seconds later, I get a call from the same number, and he identifies himself as an ATF agent. Okay, so what's the cloak and dagger thing? I, I mean, I was really taken back. Right. I said, what's going on? He said, hey, 
uh, are you at home? And I said, yes, sir, we, I am. We're, we're fixing to get ready for this gun show, but I'm here. He goes, well, we need, before you go, we need to talk to you. I got off the phone. So I go out on my front porch. I just start seeing, I, there was six to eight vehicles just kept coming up my drive. They were unmarked vehicles, uh, but they all came out, tactical, bulletproof vest, helmet, AR-15s. The only thing that kind of gave me a little chuckle was, we live on the side of the hill, and their front-wheel drives couldn't get up my hill. <laughs> oh, no. So they were, like, spinning out and whatever. And I was actually going to go down and help them. Of course. Like, These guys are going to get stuck. <laughs> they all come out. They're like, hands up, turn around. You know, they give me the whole, you know, like you see on TV. Where's your son at this point? He's in his room. I go out. They handcuff me, take me back to one of the, the vehicles. And I said, I'm just afraid an accident could happen. He could get startled, you know. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I was, I was petrified for my son. And they're like, what's his name? We'll get him. I told him his name. They go in, they get him. He comes out. He's crying. You know, he's 13 years old. But still, it's not like he's some of these kids that they've seen this over and over and over. And you're a school he's teacher startled. and you're a pastor and you're working hard. My gosh. Uh, anyway, he comes out and he goes, Dad, what is this? I said, I, son, I don't know. Later, I found his name was Theodore Mongol, which was the lead agent. And I said, sir, why is this a squat phrase? And he goes, well, we don't know what you've got in the house. And I'm like, how do you not know? You've been in my house at least two different times. And he goes, well, we have to, we have to protect ourselves. Well, you compare this to the Trump raid because, uh, you know, the, the FBI had been to uh, Mar- Mar-a-Lago first, you know, secured things and everything. And then all of a sudden they bring on the, the big uh, Hollywood uh, movie scene where, you know, everybody's jumping out of vehicles with their tactical gear on and their a- ARs, you know, sticking from their chest. So so did they take firearms from you that day during this raid? Oh, yeah. They say, hey, we have a search warrant. I'm like, OK. They wanted my keys to my safe, keys to the trailer. They wouldn't let me go in, so I had to send my son with them, tell them where everything was at. Oh. So they start taking all my guns out of my safe. So I have my guns that were on my books in the garage, and then my personal is in the house. Well, they wanted everything out. Honestly, there's no rhyme or reason of what guns they took. So the guns that were on my books that are my business, they did not take any of them. They told me. We are taking every one of your guns, and we are transferring them. It was a, a, a friend dealer of mine in Tallahanna. You're transferring every one of them today because you're out of business. When all this was going on, I'm like, you know, and I said, is, is that what you guys want? Do you want my license? And right then, the guy pulls out, uh, Theodore Mongol pulls out three copies, and he, it's all filled out, got my name. All I got to do is sign it. That's when I knew that that was exactly what they wanted. They wanted to intimidate me. And J.J. Humphreys, my representative in the state of Oklahoma, he said they extorted you is what they did. The last time I checked, Oklahoma was in the United States of America. Am I wrong? Yes, sir. What happened to innocent until proven guilty? You're not guilty of anything. The ATF does not operate under normal rules. They do what they want to do. And until someone holds them accountable in court and makes their policy change, they're not going to change. They took 52 of my personal guns. You didn't break a law, correct? They've never charged me with anything. They sent in an undercover or an informant into my ammo shop. He wanted to buy a gun. And I said, well, listen, I can't sell guns out of the store, but if you go to my house or if you go to a gun show, I said, but you're going to have to fill out paperwork. You're going to do a background check. He goes, oh, no, no. 
He goes, I'm a felon. I can't do paperwork. So what'd you say then? And I said, well, I said, well, then I can't sue you again. The guy called me four or five times. The more he tried, I was like, man, I feel like this was a setup. Oh yeah, they were. They will invest time. Uh, bad guys will invest oh, yeah. time into making the uh, the grift happen. Uh, tell me where you're at right now. Are you facing anything? Do, are you worried about tomorrow? Tell me. Tell me where we're at. We don't know. I, I just know God is in control. Amen. And again, you know, I teach school, and like I say, I was honest with my school, told them what was going on, but they said, you know, if you face felony charges and they convict you, you're going to lose your job. If they convict you is and the key. I'm literally flying blind. So will uh, you be compensated point, for the firearms that were transferred? The ones that I was transferred, and that that's what Theodore Mongol said, well, we're not animals. If they sell your guns, you get that money. So I asked him, I said, well, you took 52 of my other guns that were my personal guns. They took all of the most expensive guns, guns that were four, five, $6,000 guns. Confiscated, and you don't know where they are or how you're going to get them back, if you will. Almost two months later, I get three different packets from the Justice Department. And basically says, if you will forfeit these guns, we will give you $10 a gun. Oh, my goodness. This is something the mob does, not in a, a America, not in the huh. United States of America. I said, listen, I feel like it's like Stalin. Again, I teach American history. I teach world history. Sure. Stalin would say, show me the man. I'll show you the crime. Right, and right. I feel like that's what they did. Let's go in here. Let's see what we can dig up on this guy. We'll finish. And then hopefully we get something. On and and we're going to set an example with Mr. Russell Fincher. I do have a lawyer. He's, he's out of Texas. He, he's the, the most experienced guy in my region that has went against the ATF, went against the Justice Department. And I, I, I'll just be honest, and if you're an NRA member, more power to you, but I'm telling you, they will give you no help. The only one I've had any any help at all was the Second Amendment Foundation. But there is, there is a, a way through this. You do have a course of action through this uh, Texas lawyer, yeah? I do. I want to. I want to get the. I want to get the website out that you have. Is is it a GoFundMe or something similar? It's called Give Send Go. It's a actually a Christian base because GoFundMe will not do anything Second Amendment. Ah, you're right. I remember that. Yep. And then if they'll just put in Russell Fincher, it'll pull it up. I never thought I was going to have to even get a lawyer. Right. But at this point, I don't know what to expect. I'm not just worried about. You know, charges being filed on me. I'm worried about your career. Are they gonna, yeah, my career. Are they going to send the IRS to audit me? I mean, I, I see what they're doing to Donald Trump. And honestly, if you look at what the Justice Department and more importantly, the ATF is doing, every one of these people that they're taking their license or voluntarily giving up their license, I guarantee you 100% of them voted for Trump. Yeah, and, and to me, I've never been a conspiracy person, but it's like, okay, if you're going to be conservative, we're going to hammer you down. Okay, Russell, I'll tell you this. I just learned this the other day. Uh, conspiracy theory equals sneak preview. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the website yeah. is givesendgo.com slash GB1BH. Or just uh, punch in Russell Fincher. That's Give Send Go. It's not GoFundMe. It's Give Send Go. Uh, Russell, yep. um, uh, you got. It seems like you're going to be uh, battling a mountain, and our prayers are with you. And those that are listening, please go to the uh, GiveSendGo.com uh, website and look up Russell Fincher to help him out with his legal troubles of trying to get his firearms back. Because you know, ten dollars a firearm—that's it's pretty sweet deal that the ATF is getting from you. 
Yeah, because, I mean, you know, it'd be almost $520 for a all whole my guns. $520 on thousands. My goodness. Well, I'm glad you're safe, and I hope your boy can get through this okay as well. Let's stay in touch for next chapters of this story, because uh, I, I, I've got to believe something's got to come out, because in this country, Oklahoma, USA, uh, you are still innocent until proven guilty. Uh, Russell Fincher, thank and you so much for your time. Please stay in touch, okay? Let me say this before I go. Please. There's two big things that are fixing to happen within the next couple of weeks. One of them is within my state. The sheriff's department is looking at possibly charging the ATF. And another thing is, and it's on a, a national scale, but I can't mention it now, but as soon as something happens, I'll be in contact with you and let you know what's going on. Sounds good. It's going to be big. All right. Thank you very much for your time. Again, givesendgo.com. Search Russell Fincher to help him out with this uh, challenge he's got. It's a big challenge, too. Russell, be well and be safe and be blessed. Okay, my friend? God bless you, brother. Thank you. Bo Matthews, uh, incredible job there, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, you know, really nice guy, and and I, he definitely wants to talk again with us when there's a new uh, a new storyline of this uh, of this thing that's going on. He's in a really small town. Yeah. Why the ATF would go after him like this, I have no idea. Well, anyway, good luck to Russell Fincher. Glad we could shed some light on it. That's going to do it for this edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.